1: Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
2: B. Mitch Finley, 106-7 The Fan. Time now. Get to the BetQL guest line. Talk to our friend, Mr. Barry Sverluga from the Washington Post. He wrote a column following yesterday's Ravens-Chiefs game. What up, Barry? How you doing, dude? Great, man. Hope you guys are doing well. We are. We're trying, brother. I want to start with something very simple. Where were you sitting in the press box? Because I saw Nikki and I saw Maskey. Were you just past them?
3: I was just uh, two seats down from Maskey with Kilgore in between. Um, okay. And I saw your name on a seating chart at, when I was, like, leaving. I don't even know why I was looking at it. It was like, where the heck is JP been? I didn't even know he was up here. Yeah, they had he us was in, was like,
4: in a suite somewhere. <laughs> they had us in, like, the back.
2: And I went to a suite for a quarter just to, like be able to watch a little easier be a big Um, week no but then it it it, uh some of the nfl network people had to go down so then i got a chair blah 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 all right i knew you were there i just didn't see you um what'd you make of that game yesterday
3: i was stunned i'll be honest i mean i did the ravens the week before and i really felt like both in talent and temperament um it felt like their time um Mm -hmm. Lamar played at such a high level, particularly in the second half against Houston. They ran for 229 yards. Um, The defense has playmakers all over the place. Kyle Hamilton's a star. Roquan Smith is like an emotional leader. I just thought, like, it's really hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. But if you broke down the game beforehand, it felt like the only advantage the Chiefs had really was the presence of, of Mahomes. And and I just whiffed on that um, analysis. I think that the Ravens really got away from stuff that they do so well in a, in a way that hurt them. Lamar obviously didn't play as well as he had through the regular season, but they had run the ball. I mean, they led the league in rushing yards and rushing attempts. They had never in a game – had fewer than twenty four rushing attempts. Yesterday they yesterday they went with sixteen. And I, I would guess a half a dozen of those were Lamar uh, having dropped back being forced to, to run. Certainly. So I know they didn't have the ball as long as the Chiefs. I know they didn't run as many snaps, but I feel like in a in a game that was you know seventeen to seven or seventeen to ten, you didn't have to drop back and try to come back with big chunk plays um, throwing the ball, they could have stuck with what got them there, and I think they abandoned it a little bit too quickly. I, I was yeah, really did. surprised that that was the result.
4: You said that I mean, like their I guess mental makeup was had exuded and shown to you before. Yesterday, did, have you ever seen a team like that defensively? I think they fell apart, and also Zay Flowers.
3: They they melted down, Brian. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, I led my column, the top of the column with. You know, here's they're down 17 to 10 uh, in the fourth quarter. Somehow have, have managed to make this a one possession game after um, the Mahomes and and um, Kelsey shredded them on the first two possessions and and went on long drives. They did a great job defensively after that. But they, they've got to make one stop against the Kansas City Chiefs to try to get the ball back to Lamar and somehow tie it up. And they send 12 men out on the field and, and yeah. get a penalty. And on the very next play, um, Rokran Smith overdoes it on trying to draw a fe- penalty and eliminate a first-and-five play and gets a personal foul. I mean, they had, I think, at least three or, three personal fouls. The, the Zay Flowers taunting penalty after their biggest gain, um of the day was damaging and you know you can't say that without that penalty they would have scored a touchdown but that was on the same drive that flowers fumbled into the end zone Mm -hmm. you know what if they had had been at the 15 rather than the 25 might they have scored earlier i mean who who knows but for a team that i think everybody would say is is well coached from the head coach on down um they they kind of collapsed Uh, on themselves in a way that I found really surprising.
2: I agree. Um, They didn't look right from the beginning. I mean, even that they go three and out. Chiefs are able to just march down the field. The Ravens respond, but it was kind of herky jerky and they hit the one big play that was a little bit fluky with Lamar running around for, you know what I mean? Like it just it didn't, it didn't feel like they were ever in control of the game. And I think Baltimore is a team that's built to play From being in control. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
3: And I. Well. I I just add to. That I don't. I mean. Yes. I wrote that. The Ravens beat themselves. But I think. What we're also seeing. With the Chiefs. Is. This version. Being. um, Built. Differently. Than the previous versions. That have been. To the Super Bowl. We know. You know. There's no Tyreek. And and all that. And we can question. What the the weapons. That um, Mahomes has. Outside of Kelsey. He really only has a. Three guys he can throw to with a lot of confidence, and, and one of them is coming out of the backfield. Um, I, I think the defense is good. I mean, they Very play good. tight coverage in the secondary. They're not afraid to get up on you and make it difficult for you to get off the off the line of scrimmage. They've obviously got a force in the middle in, in Jones, um, and I, I think they're stingy. You know, that team's always going to be. Um, it's always going to be defined by Mahomes in the way that the Patriots were always defined by Brady, but those Patriots teams won Super Bowls, both high-scoring, back-and-forth types, and you know the last one they won um, over the Rams was you know they they kept the Rams out of the end zone if I'm not mistaken. So I, I think you might be seeing a, an atypical Chiefs. Um, Super Bowl team that is um, stingier than we want to acknowledge on mm-hmm. defense.
4: What'd hey, you make? special, man.
2: We're watching this clip right now of Patrick Mahomes throwing away Justin Tucker's um, kicking stand. Like, what'd you make of just that little pregame stuff that seemed like, I mean, I mean, Baltimore was
3: just off kilter all day. Yeah, and I don't know. You know, Tucker is kind of an outsized player personality as a kicker because he's so good and he's the one remaining um member of the last super bowl team there um i i I do think as petty as that seemed um it kind of set a tone of of um the chiefs aren't here to be pushed around they're 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 Mm -hmm. here to do the pushing around there was a little bit of an edge in the game overall of maybe not outright chippiness but um kind of a uh, maybe a, a feeling from the Kansas City side that, like, look, you you got to dethrone – to become the champs, you got to dethrone the champs, and we're still the champs right now. There was mm-hmm. a little edge to them, I felt like. Like, we're not going to take any of this. You guys are still – maybe you're the one seeds, and maybe we had to play two um, road games in the playoffs and we're not accustomed to that. But, like, we're still the Chiefs, man. And mm-hmm. I'm still Travis Kelsey, and I'm still Patrick Mahomes.
4: Yeah, it, I, I saw it exactly there. It was, it was necessary a sense of, you know – we understand how tough you are, but you know how we're not no pushovers.
3: I think that's right, man. And uh, you know, here's here's the thing: you take into the off season now for the Ravens, it's like it's one of those things where, and Roquan Smith said it afterwards, like um, you know how much goes into getting to that position uh, that they were in as the one seed hosting an AFC championship game, the first conference championship game in Baltimore since 1971. Like it's not guaranteed that all of that falls into place next year, particularly in terms of health. Um, Smith said, you know, this is his sixth year in the league. He'd never been in that um, situation before. He said, he's talking to Jadavian Clowney, 10th year in the league, 15. He'd never been in that. You just don't know when you're going to get back. And Mm -hmm. now they've kind of set up a situation where the only successful season is to get back there and win it because of um, the opportunity that was squandered yesterday. It's a tough, I mean, we got eight months to get to before you start playing games that that count again, that's a long time to chew on everything that went wrong in that game. Agreed.
2: Uh, Agreed. Um, Turning the page, I guess, turning the, looking at the Niners-Lions. I I mean, I don't think anybody's been tested like the Chiefs, having to go to Buffalo and then to Baltimore, Um, whereas the Niners haven't looked great in the first half of either of their game. Um, Obviously, the impressive comeback yesterday. What do you make of the second half of what happened in Santa Clara?
3: Well... I mean, I think I'm in the tank for Kyle Shanahan um, just being the best modern coach right now. It's, and obviously I was working during the first half of the game and, and um, started in the car on the radio on the way back. So I didn't, I didn't see until um, there was about 10 minutes left in the, in the game. But, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, it's 24-7. Kind of weird that the Lions didn't, in, in Dan Campbell's world, didn't go for the jugular and instead of kicking a field goal, trying to go up 28 and seven um, before the half, that was a little bit strange, but I also felt like, you know, given that Debo was playing and given that Kyle knows how um, to orchestrate things, I just didn't feel like at halftime, you had heard the last of, of the Niners. There's just so many weapons and they're deployed in, in such um, clever fashion um, and and talk about abandoning the run like Kyle didn't you know Shanahan didn't just sit there and call 40 pass plays in, in the second half like they stuck with what they did the key play I think is the fumble right I mean that's that's where yeah. the Lions really allowed mm-hmm. um, allowed momentum to, to swing so if Gibbs doesn't fumble there and they could like go down and get a field goal maybe things swing differently. And then, you know, I'm sure you guys have talked about Campbell's decisions to go for it um, on fourth down. And I am normally in the camp, the kind of modern progressive analytics based camp that says you should go for it more often than, than people do. But when it was 24 to 10, and it's fourth and two, I'm sitting there in the car thinking, I think Dan, this is one of those times where you just say, Three scores is greater than two scores. Let's get a score on the board mm-hmm. and, and and see if we can extend this a little bit. I, I I'm sure it's like very cliche to question those um, decisions today, but I I don't think there's any any uh, I I can't avoid questioning them because they were pretty huge. But yeah, as good cliche as as, good as
4: Kyle has been though, they've fallen behind in both of the games in the playoffs. They fall behind to Kansas City they're not going to get all those gifts that they got from Detroit or Green Bay.
3: And you're not going to get a ball that like bounces off Ayuk and then a defender and then back into Ayuk. Like you can't, like you're, you're not going to get the David Tyree, Tyree play or whatever uh, all the time. That's totally true. And I think, you know, I think you're right, Brian, in that we've spent a lot of the year saying what's wrong with the chiefs. And, and I think, you know, there was good reason when they're dropping passes all over the place, and and Mahomes' numbers are down. Like I get why that was happening, but I think there should be some appreciation over the next two weeks of of one how they held it together and and persevered without maybe their typical best stuff, but also for allowing a season to develop that um, what you are in September and October isn't necessarily what you are in, in December and January. Um, and I think, you know, I, I see you guys are going to have Andy Reid on in, in a little while. Like I think the appreciation for that guy just has to grow and grow and grow. I mean, he is, he faced a very good coaching staff yesterday. Um, he, I would say out coached them. He and the chiefs and his staff out coached them. Um, he understands the flow of a season, he understands the flow of a game and I think to your point Brian, if if the Niners lay an egg um in the first half of the Super Bowl against this group, I, Andy Reid will be at the controls of that thing in the second half in a way that Dan Campbell wasn't and he will I would say you would trust him to push the right levers and and uh you know and the right buttons to to hold on to that lead and to not allow what happened um to the Lions happen to the Chiefs. He's a master at this point. He's solidified his spot in the Hall of Fame over the last couple of years with these championships. But if they were to pull off another one, um, you're talking about he's up there in the in a handful of all-time greats.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. We got to get out on time for Andy Reid. You still think it's Ben Johnson? I do, if I'm guessing. But we'll talk to you next
3: week. Hopefully, we have somebody in place. I hope so. Thank you, Barry. Appreciate I your time, Thank you, brother. man. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot.
2: It's our friend Barry Svrluga from the Washington Post. You can follow him at Barry Svrluga, S-V-R-L-U-G-A. Look at me, Landini, getting out early just in case Andy Reid calls early and we are in good position when we come back. Multi-Super Bowl winning head coach Andy Reid joins the program.
0: When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit Instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.
5: How powerful is Cox Internet?
2: In just moments, we're going to hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid, B. Mitch's old coach with the Philadelphia Eagles. Usually calls in once or twice a year, and there's no easier time for a coach to call in than the bye week before he gets ready for the Super Bowl. I imagine even a fellow like Andy Reid, notorious worker, allows himself a moment or two of reflection. Andy will be calling in in any second. Something going on on Commander's Twitter that's making a whole lot of heads turn. Listen to this. Adam Schefter speaking. Never mind. Andy's calling it. We'll play that at 45. Um, We're going to play the Schefter thing for you after we get to talk to the Chiefs head coach. Heading to another Super Bowl, Mr. Andy Reid. It's like going to a regular
4: game, huh, coach? <laughs>
6: Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing you do well, it? man. Happy for you. Good. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. What, oh.
4: is, what has happened with I me? Mean, your, your team started off a little bit, uh, didn't look like the typical Chiefs offense, but this defense started to play and then got in the playoffs and it seemed like it's just the whole band is back together again.
6: Yeah, you know what? Um, the the defense has played very well. Um, those young kids that we had the last couple of years have grown up and uh, just doing a nice job. Spags has done a nice job with the w- coordinating the defense and the players have done great offensively. We're now, we now have the young guys. And so uh, the young guys are uh, getting better every week. Um, and, you know, good things have, good things have happened. I, I, you know what I think Brian is, I think that that game against Las Vegas uh it was at our place the second game um they kicked our tail and it was a bit of a wake up call for our guys and mm-hmm. that uh you know i felt like we just picked up the intensity after that level
2: um andy thank you so much for for calling in and, and always making time for us sincerely appreciate it um i i was in baltimore yesterday for that game and got to speak with some of your players afterwards some of the ravens players does, does this year as far as your Chiefs run means something more, perhaps just something different that you've had to go. I mean, two of the most imposing venues outside of Arrowhead, obviously, going to Buffalo, going to Baltimore, and and winning both these games on the road to go to another Super Bowl.
6: Yeah, well, it's been a it's been a new experience that way uh, for all of us, and um, a little bit surreal yesterday. I mean, you you were there, you, you know. I mean, it was. Um, you didn't have the full stadium full of your fans. It was, we had a a few fans, the ones that could get tickets to it, they stayed. Um, But it was a lot of purple around there just uh, Hmm. with the empty seats and that. And, uh, but what it did was it really allowed you to focus on the guys that, that your football team and the people that, uh, you know, that really worked their tail off to get us in that position, the organization right there, everybody together and, um in kind of a foreign territory and uh i i thought it was uh just uh kind of summed up the last couple of weeks uh buffalo is a tough place to play great football venue great for the nfl uh, but it's uh, you know it's a tough place to play and then uh but it brings you together and then you go into baltimore it's the same thing it's a great city i mean great city great football city and tradition and everything and uh but um tough place to play and so to be able to pull that out, um, I think it just brings you together even a little bit more as a football team.
4: And coach, you, you keep playing against guys that were on your coaching staff. I talk so much about the coaching staff, 2000, 2001, 2002, and all the guys that are coaching. Now, I just read something earlier today. You're six and zero against your former, the guys that were on your staff, which the, the sensei teaching the young pups. <laughs> That's crazy.
6: <laughs> I'll tell you the, uh, I'm proud of all those guys. I mean, they, that was a tough thing. I mean, uh, Harves is one of my favorite guys, and I know how what kind of season he's had. Great season, and and all of that. And I I told somebody I said it's like fighting your brother. You know, for <laughs> that ever five minutes, you're you're gonna battle like crazy. It's do or die. Um, uh, but afterwards, you love him up. So I mean, um, he he's got a heck of a football team. That quarterback is unbelievable. So they, he's always gonna be right there and a, um, a real challenge but they they did a great job his whole staff him have done a great job and and sean the same way in buffalo it's so hard to win in this league you know that i mean yeah. it's so hard to yeah. win but to have a couple of your guys that are just kicking butt and good programs i mean that's uh i'm just i'm really happy for him
2: what what was it like this year for you kind of You know, a lot of things changed throughout the course of the season, and and your defense just emerged as arguably the best in the NFL, and you had so many young guys, to your point earlier, making plays all over the field. Um, How much do you enjoy getting to watch your players build into something that appears to be peaking at the most important time of the year?
6: Yeah, well, you've got to see it. I mean, you've gotten to see the whole thing develop uh, over the last couple of years. So, um, and Spags done Spags and his coaches. Uh, you know, David, Joe, Donald. I mean, all uh, Brendan. These guys have uh, um, they, they've done just a great job of taking uh, these young guys and, and teaching them. Flajoles, another big part of that, they've got a ton of experience. So, these guys have done just a, a great job of bringing everybody together and teaching uh, and it's so important and then the players the like Chris Jones's kind of took it from there and just said I mean here we go man we have an opportunity let's kick it up a notch and and go so it, it, that part's been fun to watch
2: Chris Jones is a bad bad <laughs> dude man. yeah um yeah. what are the logistics like this week I, I mean, are you already crushing Niners film, and and did that start last night? You give yourself a day or so to enjoy this with the extra week off. Just kind of, what's the process?
6: Yeah, well, now we jumped right on it. So started on the plane, and it's been going. We're well into the Forty ers right now. I mean, it's uh, you, there's no time to waste, really. Um, you don't you don't sit back on this thing. You gotta you gotta jump right on it and, and go. Um, and you've gotten this far, you you want to make sure that you you finish strong here. So that's what we've been doing. Yeah,
4: you know, I didn't notice that Todd was coaching running backs for you, Coach. Yeah,
6: no, he's done a great job. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, he's done a great job. He uh, um, he, he jumped right in, and and uh, you know the uh, he's got he's got a good room, and and he's a good
2: teacher. I wanted. To- That first touchdown y'all scored yesterday with Mahomes throwing back shoulder like that to Travis Kelsey, you've been involved in football your whole life. Brian and I were talking about this. If you had Ronnie Lott or if you had Mike Singletary, whoever you had out there, I don't believe anybody on the planet could have stopped that pass. They can't.
6: No, that's a a tough one, especially if that ball was down low, outside, and... One guy was going to get it. <laughs> you yeah. know. So there's nothing, uh, you know, that, that defender there, that kid is a heck of a player. He's a kid out of Notre Dame. He's been playing the league a couple of years, and he uh, he's special. Six, four and a half playing yeah. safety, yeah. you know, and nickel. He He's a really good player, smart kid. So, but, yeah, there was not much he could do with that.
4: But you've been doing this thing for a long time, man. You're still excited about everything?
6: I'm I am excited I mean we're you know we're going to the big dance here and uh if you can't be excited about that you probably need to get out right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> quickly I mean, it's pretty pretty good deal so we're we're going into game 21 I think it is and that's uh that's crazy yeah that's a lot of lot of football but um very exciting football
2: now obviously they're a division opponent for you um and you play in Vegas every year now um but is it like if somebody had told Andy Reid when he when you went to that first Super Bowl with the Eagles that later on in your career you'd be playing a Super Bowl in, in Las, Las Vegas, Vegas. <laughs> would that? I mean, is it crazy how much this has all changed? Well, yeah, it is. I, I
6: guess when yeah when you're in it, you don't think you don't think much of it. I always feel bad for the people from Oakland. I'm from California, so. Uh, they they were such great fans and and I think they just hop on those flights you know, you can get them for ninety nine bucks or whatever it is hop on those flights and head over to to Vegas because uh, it's a it's a rowdy crowd when we play there um, Antonio Pierce I'm I'm so happy for the Raiders themselves just uh, uh, Antonio Pierce as as a kid I tried hiring here I we had to, Brian knows it we had to compete against him all the time um, and when he was with the Giants and and uh, and so uh, they're in good hands, and then their their facilities down there are are beautiful. So mm. we're we're lucky to uh, be having this thing there, and I think it's great for the NFL. It's uh, uh, the NFL is different now yeah. with the, with all the gambling stuff that, that I now don't really follow that that much, but I know sure. the 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 you know the the hub of it I'm sure is right there in Las Vegas uh, and. And then, you know, there, it's just it's. A, I think it's a great venue. I know that stadium is is unbelievable, For unbelievable sure. place.
2: Yeah. Um, Coach, I, I don't know that you would have this would have gotten onto your your radar, but l- last week, being in DC, not that far from Baltimore, and kind of across the country, there was a lot of excitement about the Ravens finally being this team that that can knock the Chiefs off. And and I just want you to know that that your former third down back. Kick returner Brian Mitchell continued to say, "Don't count out Andy and Pat."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, no, I
6: appreciate it. Nobody did it better than that guy right there sitting next to you, man. He could, uh, he could play quarterback. He could play defensive back, running back, wide receiver. You name it, he could do it. He was a great, the greatest returner. He needs to be in the Hall of Fame. And uh, you know, nothing. I felt like there's certain guys. I felt this way about Sterling Sharp too. These guys there there are only a few guys that you coach that you think could do everything, Uh, and Brian was one of them.
4: Appreciate Um, that, coach.
2: Well, coach, I know how busy you are. I know we got to let you go, but I'd be remiss if I don't ask. I got to ask every time. I understand you need him for two more weeks, but when we get to (laughs) March, is there something that we could figure out? You have traded quarterbacks to Washington before. We know Donovan and Alex. Is there any way Mahomes could come to Washington? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, he can come visit. But, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. We
4: will, we will happily show him the sights. Oh yeah, definitely. All
2: right. Well, thank all you, Coach. Right. Appreciate you, man. Good Andy, luck. Thank you so all much right, for the time. It.
4: Good luck. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. What a great yeah, dude I and thank a great to Ted sport. Cruz as well, thank Ted for getting him on. Yeah, thank all, you, man. Ted.
2: Um, I God, I, I just with a guy like Andy Reid, I just want to talk football for hours and hours.
4: Oh, he could talk all hours.
2: What's long. it like? Time. to to be coached by a dude like that.
4: You know, it's like when I first got to um, Philly, I would just sit there, and when he's talking and he's doing stuff, I kept saying, you know, he and Coach Gibbs are two different sized men. Sure. And I'm like, "This this dude reminds me of somebody. Then one day it just hit me. He's just like Joe, where he knew how to get everything out of individual players. He was a master at adjustments, you know, and he was fair. And I told him, I said, Coach, I said, man, you know what? I said, I, I've been watching you. You remind me of Joe Gibbs, and he didn't want that. You know what I mean? He's like, no, nah, man, Coach, great. No, no, no. You're just like him. And now you look at this is what, 20-something years later? And he's starting to hit those same type of numbers that Joe has. Yeah. You know, and I think it's just when you find someone that's dedicated to their craft and will give you a fair shot, you'll do anything for them. So. Totally. I, I mean – how you land an Andy Reid, how
2: you land a Joe Gibbs, when you find somebody that is the mastermind of the schematic, of the strategy, oh, yeah. with the ability to pull the most out of people, that's when you get that's a Hall hard. of Famer. <laughs> That's hard to beat. All right, we're going to play the Schefter Audio when we return on B. Mitchell Finley.
4: Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. Last year at the Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski went wide left and on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. Now he's back to kick for Kick of Destiny 2, and this time you can play along. All you have to do is choose if Gronk will make or miss the field goal. Get your free pick in right now because if you're right, you will win a share of $10 million in bonus bets. Everyone get in on the action with Gronk when Gronk takes his shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58. Whether you're on team make or team miss, just head to the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get your pick in, and it's absolutely free. Then tune in before the game to see if Gronk's kick and see him kick it live. You'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets if you're right. New to FanDuel? Just visit fanduel.com slash Brian to, kick, to uh, sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old or president of Virginia. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who made the correct pick. Prize issued as a non withdrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com
5: Nadella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
0: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
5: we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
2: Gambler. Awesome, awesome, awesome interview with Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. I love listening to you guys talk. It's just such an authentic, sincere relationship. Um... Thank you for making that happen. And Andy's always such a class act. He gets it done every, every year, twice a year, whatever it is. Hey,
4: man, it's like a tradition. They go to the Super Bowl and we talk to them. <laughs> it really
2: is, <laughs> which is pretty incredible.
4: Um, now, the conversation that yes, is – Those guys you talked to yesterday in Baltimore didn't like that fact today, but right, hey, it's all good. <laughs> right. Um, you know,
2: <laughs> there's a lot going on with the commander's head coaching Search, right? Period. Mm-hmm. We're aware that they're interviewing a number of people. Um, Peter King, in his column this morning, said there's a belief that it's done with Ben Johnson to Washington. Um, Adam Schefter, though, is a incredibly powerful, resourced reporter, the top of the top in the NFL. Um, Adam Schefter was on Pat McAfee's show earlier today talking about the Commanders head coaching search.
3: Ben Johnson, the Commanders is the news that you just got. That's clearly a dumb (laughs) deal. But um, looking at the you know, both those teams as a whole, how many guys you just mentioned, you know, McDonald and another one from the Ravens. How many guys are going to get poached from the Ravens staff and the Lions staff that maybe we don't even know about too. Like I know New England brought in the Lions pass game coordinator to interview for the offensive coordinator job. Are there going to be a lot of those as well or are we possibly just going to see some of those big names leave, and the rest of you know the kind of coaching staff stay together? Yes.
5: Well, well, first and foremost, I, I'm not convinced yet that Ben Johnson is getting the Commanders' job. I know oh. people have said that he's the presumptive favorite, and he may get the job. Like he, he very well may. He's in contention, but that is not a slam dunk at all right now. Mm-hmm. And 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 they are definitely looking at other people as well. And again, they may come back to Ben Johnson, but. I think that they're pretty impressed with Mike McDonald and Aaron Glenn and Anthony Weaver as well. And I think those guys are going to have a legitimate chance to get that job. Um, and then Ben Johnson's also in play in Seattle. So you have to see, okay, well, if he doesn't get Washington, is he then in Seattle? Or does Seattle pull an upset? Again, people have people have said here that they think Ben Johnson's going to Washington and Dan Quinn is going to Seattle. Yes. And I will bet you, I will bet you that at a minimum, one of those is not right. Huh. At a Ooh. minimum. Okay.
4: Maybe maybe both. both.
5: Mm. Feisty Schefter.
4: All right, which one is not right then, JP?
2: <laughs> I think if Dan Quinn to Seattle is going to happen, there's been nothing to stop it for two weeks. Yeah. Right? Now, maybe... You got to be – there are, like, perfunctory measures that have to happen per NFL policy, but if if Seattle wanted Dan Quinn, I kind of think that would have been done already. And I think Adam is kind of using both opportunities as a way to maybe just dispel the Seattle thing without kind of dunking on that and take Mm -hmm. it because when Schefter talks, people take it as, like, Oh, well, nobody wants Dan Quinn if he just comes out and says it, right? It's facts. Um, Now, obviously, we know, I think we can all assume that Schefter is talking to Harris and probably Peters. This is Adam Schefter. People return his calls. Mm -hmm. I don't think this organization wants anybody to believe that they've already had a deal done. That they're getting a fake interview. Yeah. You know? And I think if I truly think if somebody asked Harris or Peters, hey, is this thing a done deal? Now nah, we got to do the interviews. These, uh, You know, everybody's got a real chance with these interviews. Oh, yeah. And I think you can say that honestly. And that's also real. I mean, maybe <laughs> something does change. I know I texted with somebody earlier today, and they said, something drastic would have to happen and i haven't heard anything yet. So that's kind of where my mind is, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. Mhm. Right? I'm Where's that? Um what would you hear? Schefter talking like that is a big deal.
5: Yeah, i mean he 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 threw cold water on
4: it. That's and that's what he did. Maybe is uh maybe what he's trying to do. He clearly knows something sure jeffrey it's like when shefter say something like that is you don't know what to think because you know a lot of us commanders fans have like all our eggs in one basket sold on one guy when to the organization even though we may be sold on the guy they they, may not be. J- josh might like someone else you know i don't know bro i'm lost so I'm. I'm I, I gotta, used to join this party over here with me. Yeah, I was that about to say. Party. I was about to say. I'm. I'm. I'm back on the last week. I was on the, the Ben train, but it's like I'm on the wait and see train now.
2: Fair. Mm-mm. I I still think it is Ben, especially if you listen to that again. They they say, he says again. They very well can be Ben. They might come all the way back to him. Um. I mean, maybe we we'll wake up tomorrow and. Ben Johnson's coach of the Seahawks. <laughs> Crazy things happen in this league. It does. Bill Belichick took the Jets' job, had a press conference, and then got traded to the Patriots about an hour later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing's done till it's done. As they say,
4: it's happened.
2: Except this show. The show is done. Thank you to everybody that listened to the program today. Thank you to Joe Theismann for joining us. Thank you to Chick Hernandez for joining us. Thank you to Barry Sferluga for joining us. And a sincere... Heartfelt, thank you to Andy Reid for Andy. making some time for the program today. Thank you to everybody that called. We'll be back at it manana. Great and Danny, coming your way. Oh, we never made bets. We don't
4: have any time. Yeah, we'll do it tomorrow.
2: We'll put them in the text thread. Great and Danny, coming up next. You made
5: it this far. I owe you a bet. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island